I need to really say this. I take no particular pride or pleasure in doing shows like this because I know it triggers certain certain black women. I know they do. I know some of them get pissed. I've heard women on YouTube saying things that they don't watch the show end to end. And I'm not going to, and, and that's not going to change anything because there are far more women and far women who are listening. And who are the, who are the recipients? The women who listen end to end and are saying, well, you've changed my life. You've helped me look at this way or that way. Those women are benefiting. And guarantee when those, those women come into contact with men doing something, they all benefit. We're better off working with each other, trying to understand one another. You know, none of us are perfect. Certainly not me. I ain't shit. I got a lot of problems. It's like anybody else. We all got issues. But just like Ice Cube, when the brother's trying to do, when the brother steps up to do something, support. Find ways to support. Even if you have an issue with something he's doing, can you find four or five things about it that you like before you start off with the one thing you don't like? Because you cannot keep painting black men in this ain't shit box. They don't all fit there. And brothers are starting to push back and say, no, 51% of us are single and childless and 64% are in the middle class. They're here. Can you interact with them just in a peaceful, civil way? If you never get married and never have kids, can you have a higher quality of life? Can you just be happy? Can you start walking through life with your hands up ready to fight the reflection of you? The opposite sex reflection of you. I don't walk through life looking at black women as though they're my enemy. And I would hope that for the black women who this applies, you start walking through life assuming that black men are, are, are somebody to challenge, somebody to overcome, to struggle against. It's about that time. Quality time. This is the Quality Control Podcast. Let's go. You're not tuned in to the Quality Control Podcast where we have quality conversations with quality people that impact and create positive situations and a quality of life. I am your co-host, Super Real Grande, and I'm joined here by Mr. J. Miller himself. Say hello, J. Miller. Yes, sir. How's everybody doing? Going good, going good. Man, you know, everybody got this news kind of last Friday, and uh, it kind of threw me mm-hmm. off because it initially came as a, you know, I took it as a hoax because, you know, everybody's dead. You know, uh, Will Smith has had the right. hoax. Jackie Chan, he's had seven of them. Uh, and the names go, you know, further on. But, um, you know, I often say you ain't dead until you TMZ dead. And, you know, later later on that day, you know, they announced that he, you know, he actually died. So um, this episode, you know, I think is very necessary because I think what this this gentleman, this, this uncle um this you know patriarch tried to do was you know reverse engineering our coming back together if you don't know who i'm talking about right now we're, we're going to um just have an episode and discuss um about kevin samuels what actually what was he actually trying to accomplish we think he was misunderstood and i think he was i me and Justin, we can agree on that and we're going to title this episode kevin samuels misunderstood so um, if you don't know much about Kevin Samuels, um, he has a huge social media platform where basically he, you know, deals with issues between, you know, relationships. You know, he starts off as an image consultant. Uh, image consultant. He has a history of that and um, has taken that mm-hmm. expertise, you know, being able to gather data, you know, form, you know, the, these focus groups and try to get down to the, you know, issues of why, you know, Couples either can get together, can't get together, what's stopping them, you know. And I think he, you know, sort of went viral with um he went with the um the the better than average. Yes, average at best, um, snippet that everybody watched and you know, everything just kinda blew up there, you know. Sometimes they say negative press is, you know, the best press and this, that and the third, but we're gonna dive into the episode and kinda give our opinion as to what he tried to do because, you know, I think surface level when you watch, you know, the snippets, the, you know, the advertising, the hooks and things like that, you know, it would seem to be, you know, and you know, adverse. But at the same time, if you actually dive into the content, you can kind of see what, you know, Kevin was trying to do. So, you know, we want to start off by what we believe his mission was, you know, and again, me, 
speaking, you know, and starting off this, I really believe his mission was to reverse engineer relationships. You know, um, and if you don't understand the concept of reverse engineering, it's basically, you know, taking a complete product and working backwards to try to figure out how to actually make things better or actually, you know, um, really to improve them. So from a reverse engineer standpoint, you're taking something that's great and you're trying to figure out why it's great. And in the fact that you're figuring out why it's great, you're figuring out, you know, what's not great and what's not getting you to that, you know, initial product. So, um, I think really he was trying to, you know, promote healthy relationships and he was having very uncomfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think he really brought to the forefront what people actually think. And honestly, man, as I, you know, look into the world and, and, and have conversations with people and see different things, you start to realize that a lot of the issues are not really complex. I think it's, you know, people trying to, you know, put a, the round peg into the square hole, as they say, you know, or vice versa. You know, I think people try to make things that, that go against, you know, I would say the, the design, if that makes sense, because this is a design, you know. So uh, speak on it, Justin. Tell me what you think you believe his mission really was. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you know, first of all, I guess going back to, like you said, when I first got, well, first seeing the news, you know, these days with the age of social media, you have so much stuff flying around, like you said, it's just trying to confirm. So, you know, I didn't want to, uh, I guess you say believe it, but it's, you know, it's a, it's an unfortunate truth. Because um, I think a lot of things spun from Kevin. Uh, I would say that definitely, you know, I got a business sports training business called Legend of Athletics. I was talking about be legendary. I think Kevin was the epitome of legendary status. Um, I think he's somebody that we'll look back on in five to ten years and definitely really appreciate almost like um, like we look back on some people and really appreciate the message that he was trying to uh, to convey. And um, even to see a brilliant mind like that uh, take his last breath so abruptly, you know, because he had just did a live stream, I think, the night before. Absolutely. Uh, that kind of, you know, shocks everybody, shocks the system. Uh, I think his message was very clear. I think you hit the nail on the head that, you know, he was trying to reverse engineer and promote, though it may not seem like it, promote healthy relationships, promote marriage, promote uh, accountability from both parties, uh, promote be being your best as a man, you know, leading with your best foot forward. You know, also for ladies, uh, being accountable to the people who you, you choose to date, relationships you choose to go after, guys you choose to give time to, um, even guys you choose to have babies with. Um, I think that's what he was trying to trying to convey. Uh, a lot of his statistics, I say for me, I, I looked into them, especially when I became a listener, which was at the beginning of the pandemic, because, of course, we had nothing to do. And I don't even know how, I, I really don't even know. I, I never seen a viral video to after I became like a, a listener. So, uh, you know, I will watch episodes the whole hour, two hours, whatever. And that's kind of how I went about it. But I think the message when you when you take it, when you break it down, I think that's the thing with anybody, regardless if you man, woman, whatever. When you break it down and, and look at the parts, the individual parts, it makes sense. And when you put them together, it makes even more sense. You know, um, I know a lot of or some of our sisters, <laughs> so to speak, don't want to hear the message that. You know, it's hard to juggle being a boss, babe, or whatever you choose to say, and being a, a mother in the same frame. But it's possible um, not to be, not talking out of both sides of my neck, but you, if you want a man, you want a family, where do you draw the line? There's also a line in the sand for men and women on how much fun, quote unquote, you have when you're single and, you know, out there doing what you want to do before it's time to hang up the jersey and, you know, start a family, if that's what you cho so choose to do. Uh, also, as a man, just being your best, uh, qualifying yourself for what you want, not just saying you want it but not doing doing much for it. So I think his message, um, there's so many parts and so many pieces that you can take away from it um that i think that it takes a lot to just really like let it permeate and and get into your system and kind of start applying what he was saying because i i'll say from the time i started listening to him to now man it helped me tremendously especially where i was in my life at that point transitions i was going through in my life it helped me understand things better helped me understand the opposite sex better 
helped me understand where I wanted to do a little bit better. So it was great from that standpoint. He was great from that standpoint. Um, and definitely some somebody, like, I never got a chance to meet him, which I would have, but never got a chance to meet him. But somebody had a big impact, that type of uh, of impact that you that you could just feel it. And uh, if you put it, put it into practice, you know, it was great. And his show was great as well. I know, again, we talk about, like you said, the viral points. And I, I wrap this up. We talk about the viral points and things like that. But, man, if y'all listen to about, I'm going to say if y'all listen to five episodes, five to ten episodes, you will see how unrealistic most expectations in relationship are. And you will also see... Um, you also will see that, you know, people, everybody wants the top, but very few will say, you know what, I'm making about average, this guy make about average, he got what I want, I, da, 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 and go from there. So, I mean, it's a great, he's very comedic, and I think a lot of the comedic stuff overshadowed the serious stuff, but it, he's a great, a great man, I stick by that. I mean, like I said, a lot of the comedic stuff, you know, talk about how much, you, what's your height, your weight. And then, you know, somebody say, well, I'm 5'7", 220. Well, you decide I'm running back. It's funny, but if you play football, one, you'd be like, they're really <laughs> they're playing weight for real. But when you take away all that and you really sit back and look, it makes you reflect. If you reflect on yourself and say, well, hey, am I being healthy every day? Am I really trying to be the best me that I can be? Then you, you really, like all jokes aside, you should introspect and be like, you know what? He... Say it in a funny way, but it's right. Or it may have been a little rude, but it's right. Yeah, and um, you bring out an interesting point about uh, being rude. I would say when I first discovered him, you know, in one of his clips, you know, I cringed because, you know, he is not politically correct, you know, which right. you know, was one thing I can appreciate <laughs> about him. When you have this show and it's your show, you know, pol being politically correct, as, you know, we'll just call it PC, being PC takes its work within itself. You know, people don't understand, especially when you work in sales, you work in um, some, any kind of service, you work right. with the public. Being PC is work on top of work. It's almost like working overtime. So it mm -hmm. was, you know, I created a lot of comments he made, you know, initially because, you know, not knowing him and not knowing what was coming out. And then, you know, he's got a split screen with a female and, you know, he makes those comments and you kind of like, ooh, that was, you know. So I can admit, you know, um, his comments are were, were a lot of uh, they were abrasive. I, I can yeah. say that. I really can say that, and you know I can say that with a straight face. But at the same time, you know, uh, people make the excuse about the delivery, and that's one thing I've come to the conclusion on. It doesn't matter of the delivery anymore because people are nicely giving correct information. They mm -hmm. don't accept it. People are giving information that's correct and it's abrasive. They're not accepting it. The excuse is, "Oh, you came off at me like that." You know, if somebody calmly talked to you and read it to you like it was the reading rainbow, you still would not accept it because it's the truth that you got to mm -hmm. face. You know, so and I think, you know, in his message and how he delivered it, you know, that's why he gained so much, you know, backlash. But see, that's the easy cop. Like, I ain't mean to cut you off, but that's just the easy cop out. I mean, because if somebody telling me two plus two is four, I don't care if you say it nice. Or with aggression, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. That's the fact. And I think a lot of people don't want to hear, well, you chose Pookie and Ray Ray. You got a Pookie and Ray Ray result. And now the rest of your life, this is what you're looking at. Instead of, and like I'm going to say this, and this ain't got nothing to do with Mario. This ain't got nothing to do with Quality Control Podcast. But I'm going to say this. This is strictly from Justin Miller. And y'all, if I ever get big, y'all might cancel me. But I'm going to say this, it's just, it's almost like, almost like, not completely, but almost like a lot of us want to hear a churchy type message. You can make all the mistakes you want to, and at the end, you still can have what you, what you want, and you can't have your cake and eat it too. Even God don't bless everything. You can't be blessed and stealing and robbing and killing in the same breath. Like, that's having your cake and eating it, too. You can't be out here unless y'all got that agreement, I guess. I don't really know how all that go. I ain't no preacher. But, you know, you have an agreement with y'all wife. Y'all got an open relationship. Or y'all got a closed relationship just between both of y'all. You out here cheating and having kids and everything. But then you saying, I'm going to be 
gonna be a, a a billionaire at the same time. Like you ain't got no time, bro. Like it's just not that's not feasible. And you you killing your own dreams by doing crazy. And that's just a cra example, but crazy stuff like that. So that's that's what I was saying, Mario. It just it's just a, the delivery is so easy for people to make that excuse because it's the easiest cop out to not deal with. This is what I done. This is what I did, and this is the reality of my life. Like most women don't want to hear a man with no kids and even i've done it for a short brief moment but a man with no kids don't really take a woman with multiple kids serious and if he got money and all that it's a slim chance that you might bag that you know what i'm saying well the thing is the, the thing is you know it's all about being realistic you know having the shoe on the other foot and he all he often questioned these ladies, hey, if you had a son, would you want your son to be with somebody like this? Right. And vice versa. So, you know, we're gonna get into that. But um what I wanna jump into next is um dissertations and presentations from clips. Mm -hmm. Now, what I did see a lot of people doing they're still doing is they're taking the clips where clips are meant to draw you into the bigger message. So let's go ahead and put right. that out there. The clips right. are not the message. The clips is to catch your attention. Like, wow, did he really say that? Let me be smart. Let me be studious. Let me go get the whole context of what he said. So if I feel the way I feel after I hear everything, it's warranted. Mm -hmm. You know, people take these clips and they run with them. You know, you'll have the side-by-side -side where they listen to the clip of 30 seconds. And then you'll have somebody on the other side where this is what is this. This is what is that. This is why we're not selling for this, that, and the third. But y'all didn't hear the whole context of what that went into you know mm -hmm. so i can say that I, I see a lot of that and it's almost like people pushing their platforms off of just having you know retorts of the clips that he said not actually going through and actually listen to everything that he said you mm -hmm. know so man talk about that for me man how people can take a clip and really write a whole thesis a dissertation and man make a whole publication of it and it's just a clip and you miss everything that was tied into that whole discussion. You know, how have we become so irresponsible to do that? And it's okay. Right. Because I think it's it's almost like quotes, you know, in sports. You know, people people will quote a whole you'll take out that whole paragraph, you'll take the one line of all right, let's use Jordan and Jordan and LeBron, right? Somebody might say, Man, I think Jordan the GOAT. But if we're talking about overall players, LeBron is the GOAT. Now, at that whole line I just said, somebody take Justin said Jordan the GOAT and cut the rest of it off. And then you're going to make your whole assumption on, oh, yeah, that made my argument right there, Jordan the GOAT, da-da-da. And so I think it's the same thing with clips. Like, it happened on both sides. Like, you got men who use clips to say, I see, I told you. See, he agreeing with me, I told you, da-da-da-da. And then it's like, but, bruh, you didn't hear the part where he said, as a man, you just as responsible for your girl. You just responsible for teaching, for protecting, things like that. They are just cut off what he said. If you're a woman, you need to, I don't know, just something random. If you're a woman, you need to uh, make sure your man fed every day. And, you know, you can't do that. So it, it happened on both sides. But I think that's, for him, again, like you said, going back to your first point, the bad press is what got him the, the fire, the notoriety. Absolutely. But, and I mean, that that blew his show up. But So then you do, you are intrigued to say, well, let me go and listen to, well, for, my, for me, if you like me, or like Mario, and you like, well, let me see for myself and go and listen to this. Then you, once you get the whole context, you're like, oh, now I see why he said that. Oh, I see why he did that. Now, some stuff I was like, oh, like, you just, bro, that's, that, you just killing it before they even get to talking. But, um, you know the clips. That, that's the that's the the beauty and the 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 ugliness of a clip. It can go either way. And for most of his, even when we look now, you see on everything, everybody or a lot of you know women mostly because they consumers. Or I think consume social more. They put out the bad stuff. Where this woman say, "Well, I want a man to make six figures." Da da da. You're average at best, and it goes from there and it takes off. So I mean. Let me ask you just one question, Mario. If you had to put a percentage on it, right, and I know it's hard to know what everybody else in the world, how many people will you say, and this, I'm going to break this down to one. How many people will you say <clears throat> listen to one full show of his? I like, like, let me break that. Out of most people that, that spew out the, uh, 
that Kevin hate he hated all this. How many people you think listen to one show? A complete show. Alright, so out of respect of Kevin Samuels, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this data driven. Rest in peace to Kevin. Alright, so he has one point two million followers on Instagram. So mm -hmm. out of that percentage, so if we're talking one point two million, I'm gonna say Man, I'm gonna be very generous. I'm gonna say three percent of his people actually listen to his full episodes. Yeah. Simply because of the world we live in. If you get around enough people, and I say this, and this is from me, and only people of understanding will understand this. If you get around enough people that ain't got understanding, they they become the majority. And so, mm -hmm. honestly, most people's common sense say if everybody's doing it, it must be right, which is not the case. So, with that being said, a majority of people are not listening to his whole presentation. They're not. They're not listening to the whole interview. They're not listening to all the questions that he asked. And he is very data-driven. And I think that frustrates a whole bunch of people because a lot of what they go off of is feelings and assumptions and how they're moved and their gut and stuff like that. He's data-driven. And, you mm -hmm. know, we are creatures of habit. You know what I'm saying? You know, past behavior can become future behaviors. That's why you collect data. You know, so statistically speaking... You know, you talked about the whole dress size built like the running back Emmitt Smith, but if you listen to multiple of his episodes, that's how he actually gets to the point to where he figures out or he lets the person actually figure out what they rank. What's your mm -hmm. dress size? You know, uh, if they don't want to disclose, they wait. He's an image consultant. See, that's what I can respect about him. He has so he has a formula to figure out probably in 10 pounds how much he weighs. What's your dress size? You know, how much you weighed the last time you weighed? If you ain't going to tell him that, that's fine. But if you five foot four and you got a dress size of 16, man, he may hit you at 235. He might be within 10, 10 pounds. And you can almost see the facial expressions drop when, he, mm -hmm. when they do that because it's like, man, this dude really good. You know, so I respect the fact that he had formulas. He had a method to his madness. That's, that's a real good way to say it. he really had a method to his madness. And what I will say also, too, when it comes to these dissertations and presentations from the Eclipse, a lot of people got upset about the whole, you know, uh, high-earning man or what do they call the high-value man stuff. I turned that he's man. clearly disclosed that he did not coin. You know, you had to make over 100 grand for at least, uh, you know, five years of your career. Um, you got to be in a high uh, earning circle. You got to be a man. If all those things he named out was not him, and he clearly said that. And you can see a lot of people took it as if it was his measuring stick, and it wasn't. But right. the point I'm going to make, and where I'm going with this, is the fact that a lot of people got offended by what Kevin Samuel said, and they were not even the topic of discussion. They thought they were. That's why it offended them. But obviously, they were not because it's like, he high value man. You know, if you're not earning a hundred thousand based on his conversation, man, you out the conversation. You have four that trying to make yourself high high value. Like, bro, you know in your mind when you wake up every day that ain't and, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I said I was gonna marry one of my ex girlfriends when I started making forty thousand dollars until they hit me with that first check. Mm -hmm. I think I made a clear twenty five hundred. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna marry nobody making forty G's a year. I promise you. I mean it ain't happening. But uh, I, I can respect it because what he did in, in his short time, he confirmed a lot of the things that I felt, you know what I'm saying, as far as not being right. You know, because when you don't have a lot of people around you on the same stuff, you feel kind of isolated. But when you have a brother like him come in and say, hey, man, this is this is what it is. This is where you need. You're like, OK, all right. So that make a whole bunch of sense. So I really was on the right track. I really needed to make more money. I need to kind of grind it and do these things. So. But uh, and that's another point too. Uh, and there's just a point within that point for men, bruh, work out. Like I ain't saying you got to like. That's another thing he was talking about. You need to being a protector. You need to be in some semblance of shape. That don't mean you got to walk around looking like a bodybuilder, but you need to be in some shape of some sort. Your money should be right. Y'all, a lot of a lot of guys out there. You know, we get getting girlfriends and stuff like that, and you barely can afford yourself. 
Like, don't make somebody else suffer with you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you, if that's something y'all can do and handle, because everybody ain't, everybody ain't six figures. Everybody ain't going to, as a household, even get to six figures. But if that's something that y'all can do together, cool. But, like, you should be on your grind, be on your purpose. That's why he always say, like, and you can't, I, I watched a video the other day, and it's old, like, for y'all, like, for y'all that really dug deep. He was talking about re, re you can always reinvent yourself. And you can also, you also cannot, cannot cheat the grind. Like, I don't care where you at. You can move from Mississippi to Texas. You ain't going to cheat it. I don't care if you're around 20 million people. Like, you got to pay your dues and you can get there. Because this message, before y'all seen all these clips the last couple years about women, he started out talking to men only. Absolutely. And I'm talking about Absolutely. firing them up. Like, I'm talking about he was way... I'm talking about way harder than so I mean that that's just another point within that. But man, that actually segues into our next point, you know, um, where it talks about um, consistency. Kevin Samuels was very consistent with his message. Anytime mm -hmm. somebody got on his live and actually wanted to have a productive conversation, he asked the same questions. You know, celebrity or not, celebrity or not, and at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that attracted me to him. Is this question he always asks? How much money do you think you're gonna to need to retire? He asks mm -hmm. women that all the time, and they never got an answer. They never had an answer for him, and they figured they can work until they're fifty, they're sixty and seventy years old. Yeah. When real, and when now actually, one who wants to work past that age, and two who's going to employ you past that age. You know, I mean, you know, he talked about figures based on, and then he asked where you live based on the cost of living. He was always a data-driven person. You know, he even had a scale on the um the one to ten scale. You couldn't use seven when you rated yourself. Eight was Beyonce, nine was Rihanna, and ten was um Kelly Rowland. And that was based on not having makeup on, fresh out the shower. That's how it was data driven. Everything he had was data driven, you know. So his message was very consistent, and I appreciated that about him. But if you inconsistently listen to him, or if you just um, you constantly watch clips and you never actually went and watched the whole episode behind the clips, you wouldn't understand how consistent he was, and that's what made him an enemy. The fact that you didn't do your research, because mm -hmm. that's the thing, you know. You know, we live in a society where the truth hurts. You know, we live in a society where, where people constantly overvalue themselves. People don't even know what value means. You know what? You know what the terms of value or something, mm -hmm. Justin? What somebody is willing to pay for it. Yeah. And no matter from a man or woman standpoint, mm -hmm. if you got all these degrees, if you're making all this money, if nobody's willing to yoke their life up with yours, what value do you really have in the relationship context? I'm not saying as a person, I'm not saying you're nothing, this, that, and the third. I'm not saying if you don't have kids, you're wasted. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying from a relationship standpoint, from a marriage standpoint, if you seek it, and that's the whole thing. You got people that either ain't seeking marriage or you got people that really, you know, like you said, why would a man want somebody that has had three kids with three other men? Because Kevin, in his defense, would describe you as having been married three times. That's how he described it, if you listen to it. So, and then here's the thing, people, you know, the woman with three kids listen will get easily offended with like, well, you know, I, I'm a good mother, this, that, and third. Okay, great. And then this is how he was spinning. You got a son? Great. Would you want your son to marry somebody with three kids by three other women? And they paused. During headlights. He always made it make sense, and he was very consistent. He got feelings out, and he tried to get down to the truth. So did you you speak on your experiences of his uh, consistency and his message and what you heard him say constantly over and over again that, you know, that can ring through all the videos. What, what stuck out to me was – uh, when he asked the question, how many kids you want? I want three. Well, how much is it going to take to raise them three? Do you want to work to pay significant bills uh, while you're pregnant and after? You know, that, that stuff like that stuck out to me. But I can go, I'm going to stick with consistency, and I'm going to go a little bit different. For anybody that has watched or really watched his growth, because it was in your face, I mean, it's on YouTube, it's crazy to see. This man literally went from taking three steps, counting down, popping up in front of a brick wall on the camera, describing fragrances, 
to having this cold setup with the lighting and the candles and all of that stuff towards the end looking looking uh almost looking over a uh uh what do you call that apartment uh when we looking over the city i can't even think of the name of it now a high rise it look looking over there and i mean the setup from the from i'm telling y'all the whole thing from the music to what's drawing you in to keeping you engaged a complete hour plus like the consistency of the work is in your face so you can see it so that that was great i mean even with his shows the time like he would like the show was gonna start at the same time every every night and if he was a little late he'll say i apologize for the da 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 and keep it moving and so the work was there the the content was never like you know some people you can listen to for a little bit and then it kind of gets mundane or it kind of gets repetitive and you're like oh, i kind of already know but he would keep it fresh keep it going and then even he would give you so many gems and nuggets within a show uh, that were consistent. Like, I never thought, and again, this is me, I never really looked into the statistics of how many men worldwide make uh, six figures a year. And then it's very sobering when you look at it and you're like, man, only 14% make that? And then you look within my community, it's like, I think it's, and I don't quote me on this because I might be a little off, between, I think it's between 4 and 6% of black men make that. And so I was like, I was like, man, that is why. And so a lot of these statistics I started looking at, I was like, man, that's wild. Like, I never, never thought of that. And so, you know, his consistency for even, even his content and being straight, like I said, being straightforward with people like that's, I mean, how many people do you know just in your regular life? that can talk to anybody and be like straight straight straightforward to the point consistently because at some point most of us at some point most of us we start considering feelings and we like oh, i ain't gonna say that because i don't want to you know i don't want to you look at me the wrong way or to say the wrong thing you know what i'm saying but if it's gonna help you you know that's one thing i can't say i kind of learned you know just say it you know be consistent with it and people appreciate you more for it yeah, um, kind of piggyback on something you said earlier before you started. You said something about the kids, how many kids you want. Um, you know, do you want to <laughs> provide significant income for the household while having yeah, those right. kids? One other thing. If your husband lost his job, would you be, could you handle the, uh, I guess, lifestyle or something like that? A absolutely. And what what those questions even made me think, because, I mean, my, my wife has two children and she still works. And I'm my fight every day is to get her off of work because I understand. And most women with kids don't understand until they have them. Man, these kids change you. They change your body a lot. And they, they take your energy. So he would often ask, how much time between kids do you expect to be off a year? You know, and he was just, he was painting a scenario that, look, you, you know, you're not going to be physically able or it's going to be a daunting task for you to have these kids and trying to put up a significant amount of income. You know, he was pushing the importance of really having a man being a man. You understand what I'm saying? Providing for his household mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's a yin and yang relationship. You know, everybody talks to 50, 50 and a hundred, a hundred and all this stuff like that. In all actuality, people have roles they have to play, you know, and guess what? It's almost like a football field. You're not going to mm -hmm. ask a defensive back to be a linebacker, are you? Maybe a strong safety in some cases. But most of the time, you know, you're not going to no. ask a, a, a shutdown corner to go sit in and, and play the mic. That's not his expertise. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to ask a left tackle to play quarterback. No. That's not his expertise. Everybody plays what they need to play. And, you know, sometimes they can supplement and do a few more things. But at the same time, if those roles are met, you create a household that fosters the growth of well-minded children that understand because the problem we got as a black community i'm gonna say mm -hmm. this man just like he said in the intro man it's like black men and black women are fighting against each other when you just laid out statistics that it's less black men with they stuff together than black women period right women are outnumbering men so what he tried to bring to the forefront is you can't expect mm -hmm. a man to accept anything because he has more selection mm -hmm based on his status now if you're a dude that ain't got nothing you can't be running around talking about i need this that, and the third because one the lady ain't gonna go for it because you're not providing anything for it and to use that right there we're gonna segue into the next point man kevin samuel was just as hard as on men and women 
Mm-hmm. You said that earlier in um in this conversation, man. He talked to a dude, and the dude almost cried on the interview because he was like, "How much money you mm-hmm. make?" He said he making four hundred every two weeks, and he getting over there with an image consultant about how to get a woman. You making four hundred dollars every two weeks, bro. You know what I'm saying, man? And 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 I'm not degrading. I'm I'm not degrading the guy for making four hundred a week. I'm against the mindset that you feel like you deserve anything. Well, like you said, you can't skip That's the grind. The last word you need to have. What are you gonna support <laughs> with four hundred dollars every two weeks? But four taxes. If four making more money on unemployment than you, cause clocking in. How much you weigh? You know, you're not. <sighs> You have these expectations that social mm-hmm. media has painted for you, but at the same time, a lot of this stuff is an act, number one. And number two, social media don't show you the work that has to be done to get that. You just see the end result. So um this this talk about your experience or how um Kevin Samuels has been hard on these men just as women that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't see. Everybody thinks he's a woman basher. But man, Kevin goes hard. He went hard on these dudes, and rightfully so. Dudes need to be go. They need to be going in on. They need to. Right, because I mean, because I mean, Kevin talked about everything from hygiene to your weight to your like what you making, and like like I said before previously, like it all of that stuff is important because man, when you get a woman in your life, I don't care if y'all got kids or not. Like that's a. I mean, I ain't saying it's an expense. But you're gonna put out some money, big dog. Like when when you when you get a, a woman in your life, you know what I'm saying. And you need to be able to, you know, if you're gonna take that on, you should be able to handle that handle that task um, efficiently and with some some semblance of, of comfort as well. But as men, like the reality is, as men, we get told every day where we stand in the world. We get told every day where you are and. You know, I would say this point because it does, I'm going to put a little bit of this on women, right? So, Kevin was the first person I heard, and, and he made this statement, and I st- stand by this statement because it makes complete sense to me, and it, I don't care, it makes sense to me. Women control access to sex. Men control access to relationships. Now, as a woman, if you let a dude lay with you that you know his credit ain't hidden, he barely making any money and y'all mess around and you do it in a reckless manner and you, something end up happening. You end up getting pregnant or whatever or dealing with this dude for months. Like you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. On the flip side, as a man, you can't be mad because women are hypergamous. So they're going to choose the best suitor. But you can't be mad at her because she chose to be with a guy who's financially stable and can take care of her and meet her needs, and she can have kids with him and not be stressing about if the light's going to be on in the house because he's he's done the work. Also, for guys, again, it's going back to Kevin being hard because I had to think, I thought about this, and I will say I did this a a while ago, like before I left MSU, and I, I didn't know the whole road, but Kevin drove this point home. You got to do the work. Like, if you broke and you ain't got no money, dude, work two jobs. I, before working the, the job I work now, working in sales, man, I've worked as a, I've worked in restaurant business. I've worked uh, cutting yards. I've done, I've done a lot of stuff before getting to that point. And even at one point when I was at the hospital and I worked as a, a rehab technician in, in, uh, in, the, in the rehab department, man, I worked at Toyota at night going to Premise Health. Uh, at that time, and uh, working as an excise uh, physiologist, basically working with safety and stuff like that. And so it was nothing for me to hit 60 plus hours in a week because I had to. Right. Like a lot of y'all just don't want to do it. Like your mama's then, then softened you up so much. You like, man, I ain't, I worked at one job. If I get in debt, I get in debt. And like going back to another point you said, Mario, with social media. You know, we think we got to have all this stuff because you see everybody else with that stuff. And that stuff ain't doing nothing but creating slavery because you got to work so hard Absolutely. To, uh, to keep it and then pray to God don't nothing go wrong so they ain't taking it back from you. Oh, yeah. So Kevin, so Kevin preached all this stuff. Before you get a woman, make sure you got your pockets right. Make sure you got your body right because you a leader. Your girl going to follow you. So if you ain't doing nothing, you ain't going to get nothing. Everybody want to be with Beyonce until you see what Jay-Z doing. Jay-Z ain't walking around here with his stomach hanging over his belt. 
Jay-Z ain't walking around here dependent on her to make money. Like, she got her money. Like, don't get it twisted. But Jay-Z, handle, like, handling his business. So, that's a man for you. Same thing with you, Mario. I mean, you got your family. You handle, you do what you got to do. You handle your business. So, hey, it ain't no questions. Hey, what Mario doing today? He working. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no, oh, he laid up or he got these kids out here and the mama asking for, can you buy the, the $50 sugar? You talking about, man, I just gave you that money. I ain't got no, hey, and you got your family. So, I mean, that's that's the that's the, the driving point home. Yeah, Kevin went way harder on dudes than women. Because you it's like it's a lot of stuff as a dude you just need to be equipped with before taking a step into marriage or anything else you're trying to do. Absolutely. Like, that's just being you just got to have that equipment because if you don't, it's over. He always talked about, I even say this point, last point. He even talked about self-defense. He talked about you need to know how to use a gun and you need to know how to fight because that all encompasses, again, protection. Like, if you don't know how to do either one of them, at least hold a man off. Like, it's over with. But I'm going to say this too, going back to something else. I just thought about this. For some of y'all women that be talking about Kevin Bash and all that stuff, and I've seen this on Facebook, and I ain't, I ain't addressed a lot of, a lot of stuff just because it ain't no point because I ain't been arguing with no woman about none of this stuff. But y'all talking about, oh, he got on women, this and that, whatever. I just want you to sit right now if you listen to this, and I hope I hope you come back and listen to more episodes that we got. But sit back in your mind if you're single, and I want you to go through your roller decks of, Man, how many men accounted to me that was five foot five, one thirty, and I said, "Oh, he ain't tall enough. Oh, he ain't big enough. Or oh, if he making forty, fifty thousand right now, he got dreams, aspirations." And I'm talking about he actively working on, not just he talking, but he working to get towards being a higher earner. You say, "Oh no, I can't be with you. I can't build with you because you ain't on that." Like how many dudes you say that to? I mean, and, and you take it's the same thing. No, you might not be, and you might be, and I know a lot of y'all talk about men, talking about, oh, he look like he don't work out. He look like it's worse stuff than that, but I'm going to keep it, keep it PG for the show, but yeah. So that's it. You you bring about an interesting point before we get to our last segment, um, going through that Rolodex, because I think what happens with men and women, we time ourselves out. What we do, we hold out expecting, hey, we need it. We need better. Okay, we need better. We need better. We need better. Then, you you know, he talks about this time period that a lot of people get offended about. Uh, that old, mm-hmm. I think that 20, was it 24 to 30 or something like that? Yeah, the time. He, he talked about the danger zone. zone. <laughs> you know, so, and from, you know, honestly, from a, a male perspective, I get the danger zone, especially when you're talking about having high-risk pregnancies. Because most people mm-hmm. are going to want to have children, um, you know, at, you know, the the childbearing age to where they don't run into those complications going forward. You get what I'm saying? So I get that. But at the same time, from a timing out standpoint, you can time out holding out thinking you you you, you settling because that's the big word settling. I don't want to settle. Right. I don't want to settle. Right. You know, and. You know, previous podcasts, if you go back and, you know, listen to some of these episodes, we talk about relationships, you know, you need to concentrate on being the person you want. If you, you know, if you're not where you need to be, but you're progressing, you need to get with a progressive. It's just simple as that, you Mm -hmm. know. And here's the thing. I take that back. I'm not going to say what you need to do. You can do what you want to do. But one thing about time, time is the biggest snitch and time going to tell it. Time going to tell it all the time. So if you want to sit out and wait out and hold out and do all these things, let me tell you something about a brand new car. You know, a brand new car in the state of Mississippi is considered untitled. But as that car ages, it loses value without putting miles on it. You can sit a brand new car with five miles in a private garage with the window sticker on it in the plastic. And after years, that car is going to lose its value, even if it's even if it's untitled. You know why? Because of time. Right time we don't have that luxury we don't own it that's the real luxury Kanye West said the best time is the only luxury you know that's why millionaires are striving to be billionaires and billionaires are trying to be strive to be more than that because of the time they're trying to perpetuate their legacy they want time to spend with their kids they want time to live while we out here struggling paying bills and we arguing about you know uh average at best and we arguing about you know um, what Kevin Samuel said, and um, he always bashing people like that. No, Kevin Samuel was on a high level of thinking. He was past that, but he always dealt with that because that's where people are. 
you deal with where people are. You can't deal with where you want them to be because you're going to be over their head. But that's why, you know, people constantly fought him because he was trying to give you what you need to go to the next level. And you fighting yourself because you're not admitting that I'm really not in a position to be that, you know. And that's a sad reality to get to, but you got to get to that reality. And guess what? If you get to that reality quick, you still got time to make a difference. Or you got time to impact other people's lives not to be in that position. So It's about time to get that shit off your chest. Now, my favorite uh, segment of the show is called Get It Off Your Chest. And uh, with this part of the episode, we get things off our chest. We we have our, our closing, mm-hmm. you know, kick if that's, that makes sense we talk about you know what's under our skin we want to talk about it so in regards to kevin samuels justin what you got to get off your chest man man i want to say you know firstly you know i appreciate not that he will ever hit but i appreciate i appreciate uh listening to kevin samuels and and, and being that being a part of my life and running into that and i know it may sound crazy but it helped helped and saved me in so many ways not to go out and just go wild do crazy stuff and i i just take something that he that he preached a lot and, and throw this in there date with intent date with purpose um and also you know be with somebody who can help you get to where you want to get to but also be with somebody who you can see the lifestyle that you're wanting getting in line with that and on, on a realistic basis don't just get out here and waste time because as Mario just said, time waits for no man. Um, and if you're a woman, you know, of course, you know, you do have time. Time is, is, is uh, something that's very uh, precious to you as far as, you know, childbearing, things like that. So don't waste your time. You know, um, I'm not one that really preach have your fun because you can have your fun. But also you need to know when to hang the jersey up. So date with intention. Um, be very, be very, um, intentional in what you're trying to do and and man just be the best man and the best woman that you can be uh is the message that i got from kevin that's the message that i forever keep saying and tagging along to anybody else absolutely um one thing i uh, always gene with with kevin is kevin forced you to recognize and realize your own reality and what he uncovered was that most people don't want to do that if you got two and three kids by you know, uh, two and three different baby daddies and nobody wants to marry you. I mean, you can't, how can you fault somebody for that? We live in a life with choice. And that's one thing about it. Justin said, date with intent, you know, be careful what you do, uh, you know, have purpose in all the things you do. All your actions have consequences. Yeah, the end is going to be all right. Absolutely. But for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And that's almost like the code of the matrix. If you have sex with somebody unprotected, you have a baby. Those laws don't change. You know what I'm saying? You know, and at the end of the day, what you got to realize is, is that when we speak about, he spoke about value a lot, you know, and he made people look at themselves and really say, Hey, you know, if you was a chick, would you really want to be with you? Or if you was a dude, would you really want to be with you? And a lot of times the answer in their heart is no. But you get that emotional response. Like, but I'm this, but I'm that. I got these three kids. I'm an excellent mom. I can do what I need to do. No, you can do what you need to do now because it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? You're looking for support. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. From a man's standpoint, man, listen, you, ain't, you got to have some, you got to, you got to put your balls to work, man, as far as working, man. You can't have nothing. I see it all the time, man. The reason women are at our necks the way they are because for every 10,000 high value good honorable men going to work not cheating on their spouse raising their kids trying to perpetuate legacy you got that one bum out there that refused to work you got that one guy out there that's talking about slave ship versus ownership mentality and all that stuff like that that's not talking to their kids that's not doing what they supposed to do you know what I'm saying? That it's got the you know, mm-hmm. the parents uh the the kid's mother out there working her fingers to the bone and you and you making excuses, trying to impact other communities and you're not impacting your home. That shit doesn't work. You can't impact the community until you impact your home. Just as simple as that. Because your home was a reflection of you. And when people find out that you ain't shit at your home, mm-hmm. all your credibility goes away. Kevin, man. It's tough. It's tough, man, but we're going to miss you, dog. We're going to miss you. 
Yeah, that's a brilliant mind that's uh a brilliant mind that's gone. I mean, and uh it's hard to put in the context and put in the words, you know. Um the like I say, the only word I can use is impact. Because I mean, whether it be a current event, whether it be analyzing something, like those minds do not come along. They don't just fall off trees. You don't get that every every single day. That ain't something to just come by like that. And I mean I throw this in that Kevin, uh, for me not to really know you, Kevin was almost like the mentor slash father figure that I never seen. So uh, that's why I'm like, man, it's just it's crazy, you know, um, to even think about it. And you know, I even now I'm like, man, you know, it's crazy. I don't, I don't get the notifications no more, like new YouTube video or new instagram live or something like that and so it's just uh it's gonna take some time and you know he can't be replaced but you know you guys work to be the best you you can be and remember the best decision to make is the right decision the next best decision to make is a wrong decision but no decision at all is not a decision and life will start making decisions for you once you get to that point so you gotta gotta put your best foot forward and you got people out here celebrating the fact that he gone yeah you know oh, yeah, why? That's crazy. He was telling on y'all. He he would he was smooth telling on y'all. That's crazy. Guys, girls alike, he was telling on y'all, and y'all throwing parties because the dude gone. But that's all right though. And if you and 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 I'm and I'm gonna say this too, uh, real quick. For my community, black community, you wanna know why we behind and why we at where we at? That's the reason. That's it. Cause if it's right, we don't want it. But if they rapping talking about hoes and bees killing and shooting all that. We celebrating it, but somebody come to you, and I don't like Mario said. He said this earlier in the show. It don't matter. If they come to you and, and sound like reading Rainbow or something, and they really break it down. You don't want to hear it because it's the truth. But as long as I'm telling you uh, the good lies, being sweet to your ear, you accept it and take it for 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 face value, and that's crazy. Yep, you live your life on a whole lie, and then at the end you find out the truth. You 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 leave this world with nothing. You have no legacy, or your legacy was on a dead be dead. Well, my legacy was mm -hmm. that uh, I died alone. I had to work all my life. Uh, my kids, you know, they 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 had to take care of me just because I, you know, of this decision I made. So, um, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. This is the Quality Control Podcast. It's about time to get that shit off your chest.